1: That. Good morning and welcome into the session where faith and life connect on Rise FM. I'm Scott here with Tom from Heritage Christian Counseling Ministries, and we are going to jump into a difficult topic today. So it is time for my disclaimer when we hit one of these, Tom. Okay. That today's topic is bullying, and it may not at times be fully appropriate for little ears. Okay. So it might be a time to, to uh, maybe give them something different to do without earshot of the radio if you can. All right. With that said, we jump into the idea of bullying, and we're going to be giving you some information and encouraging you at the same time. That's right. So that's that's our goal today is to try and inform you and encourage you, especially if you may find that maybe you're dealing with this with your children in school. But before we dive into the whole thing, Tom, we turn to God's Word. Out of Luke six thirty one, we should treat
0: others the way we would like to be treated. Now, a very simple I think some people call that the golden rule, that we should treat others the way we'd like to be treated. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't a lot of things be different in our world? That's true. We probably
1: wouldn't need, there wouldn't be such a great need for our ministry if that happened. Well, so there's kind of a good and bad. Mm -hmm. I know I have heard it said at pregnancy centers, our job is to put ourselves out of business. Yeah,
0: and and so is ours. And that happened this week with a wonderful patient that I had, and she completed it. She was doing great, and we said, you know what? You know where I uh, Heritage is and how to get a hold of us, and you're doing wonderful.
1: We don't need to see you anymore. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. Good, because I wasn't going to come back anyway. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's got to made That's got to really generate a sense of accomplishment and celebration of success for you. Exactly. Yeah. And it's when the celebration of success is
0: wonderful, but it tugs at my heart a bit because, you know, I talk about when I see them for the first time that what we're entering into is a season in the patient's life, but it's also a season in my life as we develop this professional relationship where they feel very loved. It's the unconditional love of Jesus that they experience and it develops into a relationship that sometimes we say goodbye to. The Lord had laid on my heart a, a former patient from about six or eight months ago. And so I just notified, I communicated with that that patient and said, yeah, I was just thinking about you when you know, I was praying for you. And he takes back and was very blessed by that. So it's a season, you know, that he's basically completed it. But he was really blessed by the fact that, I was thinking about him and praying for him.
1: You know what? There's absolutely nothing wrong with taking a minute to send out a note of encouragement to somebody. Yeah. And you oh. don't have to be a Christian psychologist to do that. There we go. You yeah, know? That's you, can, true. you can just do that on your own. Right. All right. So as we jump into the idea of bullying today, let's start, Tom, with just maybe some definitional things of bullying or what it really is or how often is it happening? Bullying happens more frequently than we think. According to the American Medical Association,
0: by the time students finish school, nearly half of students have been bullied at one point or another. However, not everybody reports it. So that's why it's, there's more out there than just what's reported. Nearly
1: half report being bullied and the other half are lying. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> I remember being in fourth grade and being bullied on the way home from school. To a point where I had to run and hide in the neighborhood somewhere, and knocked on the door of one of my friends' houses and told him I needed to be safe. And yeah,
1: that was a few years ago. I remember when we were kids at school in elementary school, they used to have uh, safety house is The wrong word, but that it was that concept. Uh huh. And you had a if you were one of those houses, you had to be approved and all that kind of stuff. And there was a yellow or an orange sign in their front window, the safety house. And if you were in trouble, you knew, and we were taught, run to one of those houses if you can't get home. And there were probably three in my neighborhood, and, mm-hmm. and it was a little half-mile oval. Uh, and there were houses like that all over the school district where kids could go if they needed it. Now, yeah. in today's world, we could never... Do that. No, 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 no. All right. So, we're talking about bullying today, and, and this can be a tough topic. So, if this is something you don't want your little ears around you to hear, send them off and maybe give them some coloring to do or something like that. All right. So, researchers who study bullying, Tom, cite three common characteristics. So, let's take a look at those. Let's look at those, Scott. Bullying is intentional and tries to cause harm or distress
0: to the victim. So, that's one. Common characteristic: They are set out to to do harm and distress to their victim. When you stop and think about it, their goal, their mission here is to make life painful for somebody else. Right away, that should set off all kinds of red flags. Right, bullying occurs between two students who have different degrees of power. Well, it is between two different people, but typically the bully has his little gang around him. You betcha. And that's where he derives the power from. And he's not going to back down in front of his peers, which I think is a great example. We've talked about peer pressure before. And I like the term peer priority. Their peers are a priority to them. So they're not about to back down in front of their peers. Well, if even if we're talking to, a student or a young person, and they've got friends around them, they're not likely going to be as, as friendly as they would be if we took them off a side by
1: themselves
0: and talked to them. Yeah, so, that's
1: that's the way it worked for me in high school. I had a kid that bullied me, and he always had his two goons.
0: Yeah, yeah. his two goons. His two goons. Yes. So bullying happens repeatedly over a period of time.
1: And sometimes that bullying takes time to develop. Right. Sometimes it's, hey, I'm enjoying this. Let's up the ante a little bit. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it goes from give me your lunch money to, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. I'm just going to take you out back. Now, there are three types of bullying as well. For
0: one, it's physical hitting, it's kicking, spitting, it's tripping, it's pushing, breaking someone's things, rude gestures in front of an audience that gets entertained by that. Of course, they know they have to, laugh about that or be part of it. Otherwise,
1: they might be on the outs with the bully and his goons. Well, that means every girl in my third grade class bullied me at recess every day. Oh, I got chased all over the playground and their favorite thing was to kick me in (laughs) the (laughs) shins. But you could outrun them, right? Uh, Most of the time I could. It was when I had to come back in the classroom. Yeah, you couldn't That door is only so wide. (laughs) Okay, so yeah. How are your shins today? Uh, There are little nicks in them in spots, but I think that's more from things that I did to
0: myself. So the second version would be verbal, teasing, name-calling, threats, inappropriate sexual comments, taunting. All of those, again, really hit
1: home with the person, the victim that's hearing it. Now this one I th- I see this my first thought is the junior high girls. Uh-huh. Bodies are changing some faster than others, hormones are starting faster than some faster than others and there could be a look what I've got that you don't have. Or because that's
0: in junior high a a common time for growth spurt one girl might all of a sudden be 5 foot 11 and you know everybody else is 5 feet. And so she's the Basically, oddball, she stands out, and, and people rib her or they tease her or they bully her because she's different, and, and that's why it hurts. Oftentimes, when parents talk about their daughter being a taller, young lady, that you might want to think about putting her in position where her height is an asset and not a liability. Get her on a, a you know into volleyball or basketball or right. running. So now, all of a sudden, she has an advantage. And people can look at her and go, wow, you're really good at that.
1: Yeah. Well, now you turn it into celebrating success, not picking on something that's different. That's true. Uh, There it is again. See? We get this in here. Yes. We can even celebrate success in this setting. All Uh, right. There is a third type of bullying that occurs, and this is probably the biggest one today. Yeah, and Scott,
0: so social, leaving someone out of a group on purpose telling others not to be friends with them, publicly embarrassing them, spreading gossip or rumors about someone. Boy, oh boy, is that hurt. When, if there's party A and B, uh, party A is talking to party C about party B. In other words, they're saying something about about party B that's not right to party C. Well, now we begin to spread that and it, it just has devastating social implications and depending on what grade or age we're talking about it and the emotional development that's taking place that could have imprints that will show up in adult
1: life absolutely and i say this is the one i see most prevalent today because of social media oh yeah this is where they can TikTok something out and it's gone the next day they can tweet something out and you know facebook post it Although I'm, I'm told the kids are not on Facebook much anymore, that's more for grandparents. <laughs> yes, it's no longer. It's now Twitter. It's Instagram. It's TikTok. It's there's another couple that I'm like, yeah. you Called it why? Yeah, I don't know. All right. I know is I'm not going to have anything to do with it. Yes, definitely. So let's let's kind of go into something here. Here's your first rabbit hole of the day. Great. As parents, when we see these things happening in, and we can see our, you know, something's wrong with the kids, is one of the first places to look: their social media. Well, definitely, as you mentioned, some of the social media disappears in,
0: within 24 hours. It really makes it—you got to be on top of it because it, it could disappear. But which also, when you think about the implications of what we just said, it also has implications of how parents deal with or manage cell phones and their children or tablets and their children. So in the beginning, the very beginning, before your child has a tablet or a phone, you parents have the power. So at that point, I really like the theory of it's like you loan – your it's your cell phone. You're loaning it to your child. It's your tablet. You're loaning it to your child so that they can't say it's mine because that's when they think they have free reign over it. Oh,
1: I like that idea.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so because I'm loaning it to you, as long as it's mine, here are the rules. And if you don't like the rules, I'm sorry, and that's okay. We'll wait
1: until you're ready. You don't have to have it now. Yeah, You can have this when you're 18. Yeah, or 24, or... 36. (laughs) Yeah, right. All right, now let's take a track on this I don't know that we have ever done before. Okay. As Christians, how should we respond to bullying? How does God
0: call us to respond if we're being bullied or we see someone else being bullied? If you see something, say something, reporting bullying to the proper authorities is one of the most important
1: strategies we can use to prevent further bullying. All right. So in a school setting, Johnny comes home and says, Mommy, Sally hit me in the face. Right. You can tell Sally did. (laughs) What is the proper chain of command? Does it go teacher, principal, school resource officer, or how how should that go? It should start with the teacher, and then you begin to climb the ladder
0: if you're not comfortable with what you're hearing. If they are not taking it seriously, then you do. And ultimately, that also could include the police. At what point do you bring them in usually? If you are made it through the ladder of command, the who's next on the list? Well, the principal didn't do it, superintendent didn't do it, then we do. You know, it's been a, a couple of decades that I've been out of the school community as a, as a regular classroom teacher but what I'm understanding is a lot of schools are having social workers that are now in the school regularly they're like probably like a my understanding would be a guidance counselor but maybe with some other responsibilities they're not really figuring out what classes you're going to take next year they're really dealing with some student issues as I understand it and I think that's great it's wonderful and they would probably prioritize it on a different level,
1: which is great. Now, how should it work? Let, let's say home life isn't quite so good. Second rabbit hole. Okay. <laughs> good. <laughs> let's say life's not so good at home. Student comes to guidance counselor or social worker or principal or teacher and says, here's what's happening to me. How should that go? When, at what point? Should the parents be involved?
0: So so if I'm understanding it right, if things are not going well at home, and then who comes to
1: who, did you say? Yeah, and the student comes to somebody in the school, right. a trusted teacher or something. Should the parent – boy, I almost hate to say should the parents be involved, but when should they be involved? Or if they come to you and say my parents are abusing me. Right. How yeah. should that go? There are certain
0: things – that have to be reported. If if there's abuse going on, that has to be reported. We bring children's services in. We bring in uh, the authorities that are necessary, and we make sure if there's some form of abuse, absolutely something should be done there.
1: And that's something you even have to do, isn't it? If a right. child comes in and they say certain things, you have to do that. That's
0: right, yeah, and report them, and, and particularly... We are um I wanna call it the tear off act that took place years ago, determined that if somebody is gonna to say to the counselor, Well when I leave this afternoon I'm gonna go shoot somebody or when I leave I'm gonna shoot myself. They are legally obligated to say something so that if we we keep people safe here. And it, as well, if somebody reports abuse, then we want to have Children's Services investigate the home and see what's going
1: on. Right now, you might be looking at the radio and going, Scott, wait a minute, you were just talking about Johnny getting hit by Sally, and now all of a sudden you're talking about guns in schools. Mm -hmm. Okay, here's something you need to understand. 28% of students, grades 6 through 12, so we're talking junior and senior high, say that they have been bullied at school yet only 20 to 30% of those who are bullied actually report it. Yes, that's a wide gap and that's a concern to an awful lot of people and to an awful lot of uh, authorities that that know a lot more about it than I do. So that that's how we made that jump from more of an elementary setting to what do you mean you want to shoot somebody? Yeah. Because that's yeah. that kind of stuff sadly it's happening now.
0: Well, and it is. And so what stops them? You ever stop and think, what stops them from reporting it?
1: The fear of being bullied even more when the bully gets pulled in? Yeah, that's right. So, see, it's
0: it's just not, I just don't want to. I, I've got other things that are more important. No, it's a fear, I think. Right. Without question. Now, does that make somebody tattletale? Right. Well, that's what the bully would want to say. Yeah, but it's not. Well, we're talking about safety. For heaven's sakes, we want to have that said
1: it's not tattling to report bullying that that might be the first thing you say to your little ones especially the elementary kids uh-huh uh it's it's okay if something bad is happening you need to say something no you don't go tattled on somebody for little stuff uh, yeah and then parents you're going to have to define little stuff because my sister tattled on me all the time <laughs> anyway moving on <laughs> Oh, we can talk later about this. Yeah, I can tell. Now, there's something else that we said we were going to offer some encouragement today. So, here's the the thing we need to first thing to encourage you with. There's a website known as Cybersmile.com. Now, Tom, you've seen this more than I have. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this? Yeah, this is a
0: collection of resources. If you go to Cybersmile.com, you'll see there's like pages and pages of things about bullying, there's things, you can find information on suicide, depression. And so somebody took the time to put a very comprehensive list together of resources so that to help the victim. And so depending on what you're struggling with, you just go through the list and there's the contact, there's the how you contact it, a phone number or an email address, Very, very important. Okay.
1: Now, the next thing that, that we want you to understand is who you are in Christ. Not what you're being told by the bully or by the social media, but who does God say you are? Right. And so right now
0: we are specifically speaking to the victim of bullying. So let's do that. It is important that you need to know who you are, and that you are special to God and created in His image with immeasurable worth and value. We're talking about you were created in God's image. He deep, uh, deeply loves you. In, in Proverbs chapter 3, he talks about how if we embrace and we hold on to, and, and like a necklace around our neck and close to our heart, that he, we are worthy and we are faithful and loyal to him, we find high esteem from God. God sees us with high
1: esteem because we have turned to him and we are loyal and faithful. And we will also turn you to Psalm 139, where verse 13 starts out a passage. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. Yes, yes.
0: Our God knew us. Our God knew the victim of bullying in the mother's womb and loved them then and had a plan for them.
1: And loves you now and still has a plan for you now.
0: Yes. What was think about how is God impacted by bullying when he sees it happening? Well, how does he feel about it? I can't imagine that, that he's okay with it.
1: I would think it's the same thing as any other sin. It breaks his heart.
0: Yeah, and that he would grieve for the victim, and that he loves the victim. And that's what we want to uh, for you to hear today. You are loved.
1: Last rabbit hole. Okay. To the one, maybe you're listening today, and you're going, yeah, but I got this kid, I mean, I I get my lunch money every day, and I got control of the neighborhood. Right. What does God think of the bully? That's
0: a great question. So maybe we think about the, the, the two thieves on the that were hung on the cross next to Jesus. They were being crucified. They they too were. And how did God feel about them? Well, one said uh, he believed in what Jesus said and did. And Jesus said, you'll be with me. The other one was like, no. Yeah,
1: you, if you're the Messiah, call call us all down from here.
0: Yeah, he didn't. I'm not so sure his fate turned out. Quite the well. same.
1: Right. Whereas the other one said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said, behold, today you will be with me in paradise. That's true.
0: And, and so, you know, who was the ultimate bully in Scripture? Did you ever stop and think about this? No, I haven't. I think we could say Saul was yeah okay I could go with that because he the number of people the Christians that he had murdered and it wasn't until the Damascus Road experience that he, he came around look at what our God did with him after he turned his life around after that whole Damascus Road thing he couldn't see and when he decided to do what God had called him to do and started to do it he could see again well, here's what's really powerful about that. He had a lot of people he bumped
1: off. Look what God did with him.
0: Yeah, Paul was the most prolific writer in the
1: New Testament.
0: So I think that's probably a pretty good example
1: of like how God that. feels. Wow. All right. All right, let's address a couple last things here as we wrap right. up, Tom. Okay. Okay, let's say you're being bullied, and my dad had this conversation with me more than once. It is okay to stick up for yourself if you are bullied. That's true.
0: Sticking up for yourself may be difficult to do, but if you are able to stay calm and respond in a loving manner, then you have every right as an image-bearer of God to defend yourself and speak the truth. You are worth being defended.
1: Go back to Psalm 139 read that passage again. That would be very helpful.
0: I actually had this experience in our old neighborhood where we lived with our oldest son, you know, back then he would stand sideways in a doorway and you'd miss him. He was so skinny and
1: scrawny, just like his dad. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he
0: came by it naturally. Well, there was a bully on the next cul-de-sac behind us, and you know, I I did say to him, "You're of value, and you can defend yourself." Except I kind of forgot to tell him that. You are an Im- image bearer of God, and you probably <laughs> wanted to just use your words. Well, I think he—he uh, he knew he was not going to be in trouble if he defended himself. And right. the guy came after him. I think
1: he got through to this bully that that wasn't a good idea. Wow. Well, that's great. Yeah. All right. So, what about those that are being bullied? Should we, let's say, you know, your your child comes home and they've seen something. Right. All right. So, lastly. We need to reach out to
0: those being bullied. One of the best ways we can do this is to befriend them and invite them to hang out with us. Yeah, let's make friends with them. One of the most powerful things we are designed to have is to want to be accepted and approved of. So God put that in us so that we would want to be accepted by him and approved
1: of by him. The kids sitting alone at the lunch table. Oh, yeah. That's always the first thing in my mind. You know, why are they sitting by themselves?
0: A friend of mine's retired superintendent, and he would literally go into the cafeteria and sit and have lunch with those guys. And when he did it, and other students saw that, they rallied over there, too. And it just is absolutely amazing to me that 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 would go on. Yeah. And— I have to say, too, I think that some of the clowning around that took place in the cafeteria, he might have instigated. <laughs> <laughs> just because he wanted to see the fun and want them to have
1: fun, and it was all in good nature. Well, there you go. And, and just to ha- there's nothing wrong with having a good time at lunch, yeah. you know, as long as it doesn't get, you know, f- food fight crazy. For sure. You no, know, you don't want yeah. that to happen. But. Well-
0: What an incredible acceptance that took place and approval that took place when this retired uh, superintendent before he retired would go in and sit with him. It was just, he would go in there and spend time in the cafeteria for a reason. Uh, That's just outstanding. Yeah.
1: All right, so as we wrap up today, Tom, you know, we may be talking to some parents or maybe some victims today, you know, things that may have escalated now that school has started to the point where maybe you're dealing with some physical issues you know there may be some altercations taking place there might be you know for me and one day at one point kid pulled a knife on me oh my gosh and you know those situations may be coming up and it may be beyond what you as a parent are comfortable dealing with you know maybe going to a christian counselor to kind of collect ideas and get focused on how to approach this would be a good idea how can a Start a conversation with you.
0: I can be reached at Heritage Christian Counseling